Welcome to Long Story Short Podcast, the audio show that invites ordinary people to tell their stories about an extraordinary God who shows up in their hopes, dreams, disappointments, and victories. Turn over the pages of your own story and discover who the real hero is. You paid the price for all the world to me. You paid the price for all the world to see. And for those who choose you now, shalom. Hey everybody, my name is Brent and I'm here with my wife Lisa. In our last three episodes at Long Story Short Podcast, we're about storytelling. We invited you to participate in a story big enough to live in, which was a four-week class that we put together for our adult Sunday school. Then in the final class, our friends practiced what we all learned together by sharing a story or two. And we got to hear what God was up to in each other's lives. Yeah, that was really um, a nice way to kind of end the class. You know, it had been a lot of work kind of putting the class together. And as we kind of finished up there at the fourth week, uh, we realized that we had a lot of work to do as we put away our materials. But the work ahead didn't really have anything to do with cleaning up the classroom. No, it had everything to do with leaving on a road trip vacation that we were going to take in just under four days, actually three and a half to be exact. Now, no doubt we felt led to lead the class, but the truth was it meant six weeks of planning and prepping and teaching, and that meant no time for organizing the vacation. So before we could start in on that to-do list, prep the car, pack the bags, collect the maps, gear, and whatever else we needed to do, there was something else we needed to do first. Yeah, we had, you know, as we were kind of cleaning up, we realized that we had a lot to talk to each other about, about how and what we'd experienced for the six weeks during the class that we were teaching. God had really shown up during that class and directed us to put the class together Um, how to build the content, the slides, uh, the homework pieces. Um, And he'd really given us the courage to lead the class and eyes and ears to learn from the class and from everybody who was, um, you know, taking the class with us. Now, just to be honest, we were exhausted at this point. We knew we needed God's help. We had three and a half days before we'd leave on a 3,600-plus-mile road trip and adventure to the Grand Canyon. But we were determined to continue staying out of God's way and let him reveal his details for our trip, just as he'd done for the class. All we knew right now was that we were headed southwest, so we had a direction, and we had a single-room reservation for the canyon itself, but everything else was a big question mark at this point. Yeah, God had used our class to show us kind of the reason why he started this adventure and began putting stories 
in our path that we would place into a podcast. You know, he showed us that he was at work in the lives of our friends through the through the homeworks um, that the people were doing each week um, in the lives of our friends, and that he was the central character in their stories, the hero of our stories, and that he's not hidden. He's right here. And so it was at about that point, as we were cleaning up those course materials and realizing that we both had the same questions in our minds. Yeah, like uh, what would happen if we let God take the steering wheel on our 10-day road trip vacation? So what does it look like to live our lives expecting to see God show up? And what happens if we accepted that he was and still is in charge? Yeah, there's, um, as we kind of contemplated those questions, we kind of came full circle with a couple of the points from the class that kind of dovetailed into those questions. And there were two points that kind of stood out that we want to share in this episode. And the first one is what would it be like to give our vacation planning to God, just as we would give ourselves over to looking for God um, in our stories and looking for him to show up and recognizing him um, as the central character in our stories. We wanted to say, let's keep doing that in our vacation planning. And number two, how could we share those stories in one to three minutes each? We were saying all along in the class that you could take a long story and make it short, which is the name of our podcast, right? So come with us now and find out what God showed us, where he took us, who we put in our path, and see how God does a Grand Canyon adventure. Act 1. Matthew, number 1. Well... We made it to Lincoln, Nebraska. As we approached downtown, I could see the shrine built by hundreds of thousands of Cornhusker fans. That's right, Memorial Stadium, capacity 81,091. On a fall day, excited fans, emblazoned in a sea of red and white, wait for the opening kickoff. But today, it stood empty. It's spring, and the students filled the coffee shops and restaurants across the highway from Stadium Drive. Instead of a game, they were anticipating the end of the school year. We joined the crowd for dinner at Vincenzo's, a local, popular Italian restaurant. And we spent the night in Lincoln. The next morning, we were packing up the Thule when a guy suddenly appeared from behind the van parked next to us. He drew up a conversation, starting with my golden gopher hockey hat. Here for a tournament, he smiled. What stood out most was that he had an uncanny resemblance to Matthew McConaughey. Uh, no, we're headed west on a road trip. I 
muttered while lifting Lisa's bag up to the top of the rav. He continued on and said he was a dentist and a farmer from outside of Kansas City. Where exactly are you headed? He pressed with another question. A Grand Canyon, I said, trying to secure the latch on the topper. How far are you expecting to go today? He asked. Uh, well, Moab, Utah, I think. But it depends on where we can get a room tonight and how long it takes to get across Colorado. I answered while retrieving my coffee cup from on top of the car. How about you, I blurted out. What brings you to Lincoln? Well, he responded and said he was in town to buy a new tractor. He had a large, long, empty trailer behind his pickup that he was pointing at, and he talked about the hockey stadium in Kansas City as he talked about maybe they'd get an NHL expansion team there. And he talked about dentistry and farming before pressing me with another question and asking me if I knew about the upcoming weather front. Well, we hadn't really heard too much about the weather because we were wondering if this really was Matthew McConaughey in disguise. Maybe he was getting ready for his next movie and he was practicing his character on us. I mean, who ever heard of a dentist slash farmer who follows hockey? He turned, started walking towards his truck and he shouted, you'll want to get ahead of this front before you get caught in the storm. Have a great time in Arizona, he waved. I didn't really know what to say, so I muttered, drive safe and enjoy your new tractor. But I know what to say now. Thanks for the tip, Matthew. As Lisa and I reached the middle of Nebraska, we searched in our rearview mirror, and the lightning flickered. He was right about the coming storm. Act Two, Kid Curry and Cisco Clifton's fill-in station. There were no vacancies in Moab, Utah. Scores of college kids were celebrating the end of the year by rock climbing, camping, and rafting at the Colorado River. And no rooms in Grand Junction either due to the high school graduation. We finally found a spot in Glenwood Springs, another college town. It's a beautiful little city where we found more hospitality. A stranger asked us if we needed directions and ended up pointing us to one of the best meals we had on our whole trip. On our way back to the car, Brent wondered about a storefront called Doc Holiday. We knew who Doc Holiday was, but it wouldn't really sink in until the next day. We set out early the next morning and then took a break in Parachute, Colorado. The rest stop overlooked the railroad tracks where we learned the story of Harvey Logan, AKA Kid Curry. He was an outlaw and a member of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids Wild Bunch Gang. Harvey reportedly shot himself in the head to avoid capture by a posse outside a parachute. 
That was in June 1904, after robbing a Denver and Rio Grande train, where the rest stop is today. However, rumors persist that the body was misidentified and Kidd escaped to South America with Butch and Sundance. Now, either way, the Kidd's grave site is in Pioneer Cemetery in Glenwood Springs. It's just a short distance from fellow gunfighter Doc Holliday. Back in the car, we coasted down the west side of the Rocky Mountains while I searched online for our next motel. We were headed for Arches National Park outside of Moab, but figured we'd reach the southern part of the state by evening. We confirmed a room at the Recapture Lodge in Bluff, Utah, but that's getting ahead of the story. On the phone, the motel clerk recommended taking a road less traveled for some more interesting scenery. Uh, Take uh, the cutoff from the interstate to Cisco. It's not marked. You'll need to watch for it. You won't regret it, he advised. The town is off the grid, so we did have to pay attention. You see, Cisco is a ghost town. We found the exit, just a small cattle gate off the interstate. Off in the distance, we saw what was left of Cisco. But instead of being alone in this ghost town, we discovered five new Corvettes juxtaposed against buildings crumbling in the desert sun. Not sure what they were doing there, but the image of these brightly colored Corvettes against the dilapidated buildings left us feeling like we'd landed in a David Lynch film. It was definitely a ghost town, except there were two houses that were still occupied there. They had modern mailboxes out front. But the signs on these homes read, no trespassing, seriously. After a brief stop, the Corvettes started up their engines and we took a cue to follow them out toward, out of town toward Moab while playing Johnny Cash's song, Cisco, Cisco Clifton's Fill-In Station. Thanks for listening to another installment of Long Story Short Podcast. We appreciate you and your encouragement. And thanks for subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn. That's how you get automatic feeds for each story. And then take a few minutes and submit a review to help get the word out. Every review we get gives the podcast stronger visibility. And the point of the podcast is to share God's stories with more people. So thanks for sharing it with friends on social media. And thanks again to Les Elias for his music contributions. Check out links to his music on the blog notes. Bye-bye. Eternally